and welcome to the Mickey in Minutes podcast, the short Disney show. I'm your host, Nick Lazaga, and this is episode 41, a brief history of Ichabod and Mr. Toad in film and in the parks. Just gather around and I'll elucidate on what goes on outside when it gets late. Long about midnight, the ghosts and banshees, they get together for their nightly jamboree. There's things with horns and saucer eyes, some with fangs about this size. Some are fat, and some are thin. And some don't even wear their skin. Oh, I'm telling you, brother, it's a frightful sight to see what goes on Halloween night. <laughs> On October 5th, 1949, Disney released its 11th animated feature, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. As was common for Disney in the 1940s, this was a package film, meaning that it actually contained two short films instead of one full-length movie. This was due to much of the studio's resources going towards the war efforts. The first segment was based on Kenneth Graham's book, The Wind in the Willows, and the second segment was based on Washington Irving's book, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Over the years, the film has been released and re-released several times, both as the original package film and also as separate films featuring each individually. The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad is now a classic and a Halloween time staple for many Disney fans, especially the Sleepy Hollow segment. This year, we actually celebrate the 70th anniversary of the film. So on this episode, I'm going to tell you a brief history of The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad and where you can find it in the Disney parks today. The idea to turn The Wind in the Willows into an animated feature was brought up to Walt in 1938. Even though Walt didn't think it was a great idea, he acquired the rights to the book anyways, and work began on it in 1941, with the idea that it would be a full-length movie. But shortly after that, he decided to stop production on the movie, stating that the quality of it was far below their standard, despite the fact that it had many of the same writers and animators as Bambi working on it. But in 1946, Frank Thomas, one of Walt's top animators, now known as one of the Nine Old Men, was assigned to revive the Wind in the Willows. He was the animator who made audiences shed a tear when the Seven Dwarfs cried over Snow White's seemingly dead body. So, he was definitely the man who could breathe new life into this film. But it was shelved again only a few months later. Production was eventually picked up again, and it was decided that it would be a short 25-minute film and be packaged with two other films, The Legend of Happy Valley and The Gremlins. Happy Valley became Mickey and the Beanstalk and was released in the package film Fun and Fancy Free in 1947. 
The Gremlins was to be based on the book by Roald Dahl of the same name, about little mythical creatures who sabotage British fighter jets. This film was never made, but the Gremlins, including the main character Gus, appear in the epic Mickey video game series. The package film with these three movies was going to be called Three Fabulous Characters. This obviously never happened. But meanwhile, in December of 1946, Disney began working on adapting The Legend of Sleepy Hollow as an animated feature. It was to be co-directed by Jack Kinney and Clyde Geronimi. Jack was hired by Disney as an animator in 1931 and worked on many shorts, including The Band Concert and The Brave Little Tailor. He also directed many sequences in classic films, such as Pinocchio and Dumbo, as well as some of the package films, including The Three Caballeros and Melody Time. Clyde also joined the Walt Disney Studios in 1931 and worked both as a director and an animator too. He directed the 1941 short Lend a Paw, which won the Academy Award for Best Animated Short Film that year. Then, in 1947, it was ultimately decided that The Legend of Sleepy Hollow would be paired with The Wind in the Willows and released as the studio's final package film before they returned to their roots with the feature-length princess film Cinderella. The two films, though packaged together, have basically nothing in common. They were tied together by only a couple of brief live-action shots of a library where the classic books were selected to be read by two iconic celebrities who were never actually shown on camera. First, the Wind in the Willows segment was narrated by Basil Rathbone. He was an English actor most known for his portrayal of Sherlock Holmes in many films in the 1940s. And actually, using archived audio, he voiced Sherlock Holmes posthumously in the 1986 Disney animated feature, The Great Mouse Detective. Then, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow segment was narrated by Bing Crosby. He is best known for singing the holiday classic, White Christmas, in 1941. He voiced the character of Brom Bones in The Legend of Sleepy Hollow also, and he sang the now classic Headless Horseman song in the film. And actually, another prominent Disney voice actor was also featured in this segment of the film. Clarence Nash voiced Ichabod Crane's horse. He is best known to Disney fans as the iconic voice of Donald Duck. He voiced Donald for over 50 years until 1985. The adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad begins with the wind in the willows. This story takes place in London in 1909 and follows the character of J. Thaddeus Toad. He is very rich and prone to manic, obsessive behavior. In the film, he discovers a motor car and becomes taken over by so-called motor mania. He is later arrested for car theft. During his trial, we learn that he actually tried to trade his mansion for the car. But the bartender in the tavern where the event took place claims that Toad actually tried to sell him the stolen car. Because of this, Toad is found guilty and sentenced to 20 years. But a few months later, on Christmas Eve, Toad escapes from jail, and with the help of his friends, he sneaks into Toad Hall, where the bartender is now living, and steals back the deed to the mansion. This proves his innocence, and he is exonerated. The film ends with him finding yet another obsession. Airplanes. It's safe to say he did not learn his lesson. Then, after a brief transition, the legend of Sleepy Hollow begins. This film takes place in New York in the 1790s. The main character is Ichabod Crane. He is a tall, skinny man who is new in town and becomes the new schoolmaster. He is well liked by his students and all the women in town, but is bullied by Brom Bones, 
the muscular, manly man of the village. Fun fact, the character of Brom Bones was actually a big inspiration on the character of Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. Both Ichabod and Brom Bones fall in love with the same woman, Katrina Van Tassel, the daughter of the richest man in town. So of course, they begin to compete for her attention. It appears that Ichabod is winning the affection of Katrina. So then at a Halloween party, Brom Bones tells the tale of the Headless Horseman to try to scare the extremely superstitious Ichabod, and he succeeds. The legend is that a soldier who was fighting for the English in the American Revolution had his head blown off by a cannonball and now rides around on Halloween night with a sword looking for a head to replace his own. But he cannot cross the bridge over the brook because that is where his power ends. On his way home from the party, Ichabod is nervously riding through the forest when he actually does encounter the Headless Horseman. Though he crosses the bridge, he is never seen again after that night and Katrina ends up marrying Brom Bones. The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad was well received by audiences and critics alike. Disney film historian Leonard Maltin even stated that The Wind in the Willows in particular has some of the finest work the studio ever did. It even won a Golden Globe for Best Cinematography Color in 1950. Both of these short films even went on to inspire things in the Disney parks, although only one of them inspired an actual ride. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride was an opening day attraction at Disneyland, and though it has seen many changes over the years, is still operating today. The attraction is loosely based on the film. In the current version, guests enter a recreation of Toad Hall and ride on a motor car similar to the one that Toad becomes obsessed with in the film. The ride then takes them through scenes inspired by the film. They recklessly drive through Toad Hall, down the countryside, past a police officer, into a warehouse full of explosives and onto the streets of London. Then they drive into a pub and out onto town square and then into a courtroom. There a judge declares that they are guilty before they drive outside again where they appear to be hit head on by a train. And that's not even the craziest part. In the final scene they end up in hell where they see a few small devils and then a large one who appears to be the judge. But they finally escape this terrible place and end up back where they began. A version of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride was also an opening day attraction in the Magic Kingdom. This version was different because it featured two different tracks, so guests got a slightly different experience depending on which one they rode. The two tracks only crossed paths a few times, but they both ended up in the same place as the Disneyland version, in hell. But on October 22nd, 1997, Disney announced its plans to close Mr. Toad's Wild Ride in the Magic Kingdom. This announcement caused many people to be upset and even peacefully protest in the park by staging what they referred to as Toad Inns. These Save the Toad protesters even wore green shirts that read slogans such as Ask Me Why Mickey is Killing Mr. Toad. They also started a letter writing campaign to get people to try to convince Disney to save the beloved attraction. But despite the protesters' best efforts, this version of the attraction was closed on September 7th, 1988. It was later replaced by the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. There are, however, two small tributes to Mr. Toad in the Winnie the Pooh attraction. Towards the beginning of the ride, on the left wall, there is a framed picture of Toad handing over the deed to Owl. And on the floor to the right, there is another one of Toad's friend Molly tipping his hat to Winnie the Pooh. There is also another tribute to Mr. Toad in the Magic Kingdom. This one is possibly a tongue-in-cheek reference to the 1997 protests. It's a statue of Mr. Toad in the pet cemetery outside of the haunted mansion, 
because it seems Disney did kill Mr. Toad. Disneyland Paris doesn't have a Mr. Toad ride, but it has a restaurant theme to the film called Toad Hall. This restaurant serves both British and American food, and that could be a reference to the fact that the film The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad features both an American story as well as an English one. The other half of The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, never got an attraction based on it, but it was almost featured in The Haunted Mansion. In the very early planning stages of The Haunted Mansion, one of the versions actually featured the Headless Horseman riding past the window. This never came to be, but you could actually see the Headless Horseman in person in the Magic Kingdom today sometimes. He rides down Main Street ahead of the Boot to You parade during Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. It's pretty creepy. He also rides down Main Street in the Halloween Parade in Disneyland. However, in this parade, he's following a nervous-looking Ichabod Crane. There was also a time when the Headless Horseman roamed Fort Wilderness in Walt Disney World, but as of this year, he no longer appears there due to the construction of the new DVC Hotel, Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge. There is also another great tribute to the legend of Sleepy Hollow in the Magic Kingdom. The quick service restaurant in Liberty Square is called Sleepy Hollow Refreshments. This, however, is not just a tribute to the classic story, but also to its author. The building that houses the restaurant is actually designed to look like the small two-room cottage in Terrytown, New York that Irving purchased in 1835. He remodeled it and named it Sunnyside. He later died in it in 1859. The real Sunnyside is now a museum, but the one in the Magic Kingdom sells waffles. It's amazing that this short package film that was released 70 years ago is not just still relevant today, but also still exciting people everywhere. It's really a testament to the amazing writings of Kenneth Graham and Washington Irving, as well as the creativity and artistry of Disney. Well, I hope you enjoyed that quick look at the classic film The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad and its presence in the Disney parks. I personally love the film. It reminds me of being a kid because we used to watch it a lot around Halloween time every year. And I actually still do. I was also a big fan of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride in the Magic Kingdom. It's sad that it's gone, but at least we can still ride it in Disneyland. Also, I didn't mention that in 1997, Walt Disney Pictures released a live-action movie called Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, starring Steve Coogan and Eric Idle. I've never seen it, but maybe it'll be on Disney+. Plus. Have you ever seen this movie? Is it even worth watching? Let me know on Twitter at Mickey and Minutes. Also, let me know your thoughts on the original film and its presence in the theme parks. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you liked it, please rate it, review it, and subscribe to it on iTunes, and tell your fellow Disney friends about it. Look out for another episode very soon. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Mickey and Minutes, find us on YouTube for some Disney trivia and other fun videos, and check out MickeyandMinutes.com for show notes, exclusive podcast episodes, and more. Thanks again for listening to the Mickey and Minutes podcast. I'll see you next time. Bye.